0: This is the Women Leadership Show. Hi, I'm Janet Quack. For the past 20 years, I have been helping individuals to realize their leadership potential. In recent years, I have trained, coached, and engaged leaders across Asia Pacific region to build high performance teams and improve individual engagement and motivation. In this podcast, I will share tips and ways to realize your full potential and be a leader in your own way. Join me in this journey to discover them. Welcome to Women Leadership Show. I'm Janet, and in this episode, I'll be sharing with you about doing more of what is expected of me. In secondary school, I could have just focused on my studies so that I can complete my all my homework, do well in tests and exams. But somehow, I was very active participating in various activities in secondary school. I was a prefect. I have to attend meetings and organise prefect events, uh, which is, can be at night or over the weekend. I was also a house captain for my house group and I was elected as a cheerleader. On top of that, I had to participate in track and field events, and I even took part in the 2.4 kilometer marathon and came in, in top in as first position. I've also as, uh, participated in debate competitions and had drama and a drama when in secondary school where we had have, we have to perform a drama. And so a few of us get together and perform a drama called Romeo and Juliet. So how can I do all this? So much things going on while managing my studies and still do well in my O-levels. Due to my childhood unhappiness, I wanted to immerse myself and keep myself occupied in activities so that I do not need to go back home. And once I reach home, I'll just have dinner and get ready to sleep, and then the next day, I will just go to school. But I feel very fulfilled because I get to do many things and keeping myself occupied. So when I went into junior college, I was also elected as the president of Interreg Club, I continue to participate in track and field events while managing my studies. I was not as active as in secondary school because junior college is less than two years and I have to put in more effort in my studies. So, when it comes to work, it's very naturally, even though I can just focus on my work without involving myself in any other. Uh, things or events in the company. When I first started work, I was part of the dinner and dance committee to arrange and coordinate and having meetings, talking to sponsorships, uh, getting the events organised. So that also built my skill in my future, in my subsequent jobs where I had to manage company events and I got the experience in manage, after managing a few company events in relation to employee engagement and having a staff forum. So when I, when, when I had, uh, I found when I was working in one of the company, they went through some restructuring. And so it was acquired by another company and I have to leave the company because there was no role and no position for me. So I went out and I, while in search for a permanent position, I was given a temporary position in this multinational company in a human resource. So I started with an hourly rate and because it was a temporary position for only about two months where they had integration of the system and they had new implementation where I, I need to help them with the implementation of the system. So when I was there for two months, even though it, I was a temporary staff and I was given a pay hourly, but I gave in all my best to the job, doing more than I was paid and given and my boss saw the potential in me and convert me to a contract staff. So with that same mentality when I was a contract staff, I was not a permanent staff, it was a initial one-year contract, and then potentially, if there's a permanent position, I'll be able to convert. So I continue to do, do my best ability and even do more because I want to learn more from, for, for the role and about the company and the expectation of myself. So I eventually, I was being converted to permanent staff and even got a Distinguished Service Award. From the company, there was this company where I joined. I was promoted to lead a team, and because I lead a team, so I get to interact with leaders from the other teams from the human resource. And one of the feedback that I I received and uh, the leadership with me was that in the team, in the team, one of the team members comment something like, "If I'm." If I'm being paid this amount, then my work is only this amount. Why should I do more since I'm only paid that amount? I was going through a personal development journey during that time and learned a lot from both internal and external. And I know the limitations of that thinking and belief. And so the team member remained earning that amount for the rest of her life because she didn't want to improve. She didn't want to progress and she felt that she did not want to do more and that's not fair to her. So coming back to me, I've shared about when in school, in JC's and at work, when I'm doing more than what is expected of me. So while for me, I want to try to learn as much as I can and I have removed the belief that if I, I, am, I can do only what I've been paid. Because with, with the development programs that I attended, I know that if I give more, I do more, it will all come back to me one day, whether it's monetary or non-monetary. So my takeaway from this sharing is, yes, I may give more to others, but I'm the one who gained the most. Because the knowledge and skills apply that I apply in any job, in any situation, it stays with me for life. No one is able to take that skill knowledge away from us. I'm the one who benefits the most. So when I started to conduct training, and I know that I learn the most because I'm absorbing sharing experience from a group. The more I teach, the more I learn, and the more I improve. Another takeaway from my de-sharing is be diligent and hardworking and willing to learn. I've often shared with my team members who work with me that even my children, attitude is the key, one of the key and important elements to be successful. If we are not willing to learn, we refuse to put in the hard work, but we expect to be rich and we expect to achieve good results. That's not going to happen. I've also learned to be flexible and adaptable to changes. Some companies have went through changes every few months and the cycle can be shortened even for the service or the product. So I have to be ready and be prepared to change if it requires me to change. So I will continue to stretch myself to improve, to learn new skills. Even if it's out of my comfort zone, if something that I may think that I may not like to do, but it's okay. Just learn, know what is out there and it will help me to think differently and think out of the box to be more creative. One way that helped me to stretch out my comfort zone is taking the first step. If we do not take the first step, we will, know, we will not know what is going to happen next. In my life, it was the first step that helped me to be who am I and what I have achieved now. Expect from myself more, as there, there is uh there are times where there's no one there to motivate me, and there's no one there external to help me but I have also learned to motivate myself, to push myself and train my self-discipline when there's no external factors. I hope that through my sharing, it draws inspiration and personal reflection for you. I believe every woman can be a leader in your own way. I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I'll be sharing with you tips and ways to realize your full potential as a leader on women's leadership. Thank you for joining me today I'm so honoured to have you here Now, if you'd like to keep going And you want to know more about our mentorship Training programmes and Done For You services Come on and visit me over at soulrichwoman.com. S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com. If you happen to get this episode from a friend or a family member Be sure to subscribe to our email list over there